Yeah, I'll always be a metalhead. They, nothing can take that away from me. Right. I mean, not jail, not people, not religion, not anything. I'll always be a metalhead. Metalhead, metalhead, metalhead. Metalhead. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Ohio's War Curse is a band that is familiar to me. While I haven't followed them closely, they've been on my radar. I first saw the band back in 2015 when they played a small club in Northern Kentucky as a local opener for an at that time fairly obscure Canadian metal band named Unleash the Archers. Needless to say, that evening is one I look back on very fondly, seeing UTA play in the smallest of venues before the meteoric ascent. While War Curse hasn't achieved that level of success, they have remained a player in the strong Ohio metal scene with their 2019 release Eradication. I'm not a huge thrash guy, but I made a point to listen to this at the time of its release and was generally positive in my take and glad to see the band doing good work. I've also gotten to speak on a few occasions to guitarist Josh Murphy from the band at different shows in the area. A super nice guy, talented, and a true supporter of the scene. I definitely encourage you to check out his doom metal project, Blessed Black. Flash forward to 2023 and War are releasing a new album, Confession, via Metal Blade Records. I'm going to briefly touch on each of the album's 10 tracks and then give a longer exposition of my thoughts on this release. First up on the listing is The Nothing That Is Me, which begins with some light acoustic guitar transitioning into electric and then riffs generated at a stomping pace. It's not very thrashy at all, just seemingly to awkwardly build but not exactly going anywhere. Kind of a weird song in my opinion. I can't imagine hearing a band perform this live. Track 2, Fortress of Agony, has an unwieldy bridge that transitions into a somewhat dull verse. The solo here is decent, if brief. I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish with this song. Frankly, and God, this is harsh to say, it's not very metal to my ears. Next is the title track, Confession. There's some decent crunching guitars at the beginning, but then the lackluster verse transitioned into a chorus that is absolutely horrific. Just terrible execution. This is a full-scale failure on every level. I won't dignify this song to speak of it further. That abortion is followed by Miracle Broker. This song is kind of groove metalish and perhaps a little proggy at points. The lead break isn't bad either. Not great, but not terrible, and probably my favorite track on the album. Next up is Power of the Powerless, which is upbeat in the versing, but slows and devolves into an unenergetic chorus. There's a nice interlude, kind of nostalgic in that it's reminiscent of what I might have heard in a metal song from like 30 years ago. And I appreciate some of what they do with the drumming, but those points aren't enough to make up for the overall shortcomings. The Convoy starts with some interesting guitar work and vocal melody. I was kind of hoping those would continue and perhaps we'd get some full-blown black or folk metal elements introduced. But alas, forthcoming was just mid-paced guitars, vocals with a pretense of anger, and another shit show chorus. That's not quite fair because prior to and following the lead break, there's an attempt at harsh vocals. I don't think the attempt worked, but I appreciated they at least tried. The seventh song in the listing is Return to Dust. We have an initial quasi-thrashy intro and a touch of melodic riff before the song turns away from promise to an unappealing shouty sing-song. The sad thing is, I think there's a decent set of riffs there, but the song construction is so poor they aren't allowed to breathe. 
Indeed, there's enough interesting elements. I think with a few hours and the help of Pro Tools, I could fashion an acceptable song out of it. Return to Dust is followed by Sewing Division, which evinces more of the same poor songwriting, featuring faux angst vocals comically assembled. There's a few nice flourishes by the guitarists here, but putting a scoop of ice cream in a bucket of turds doesn't make it taste good. An abrupt ending to the track, which I was honestly happy to see come to a close. The penultimate track is the cover of a Grip Incorporated song. That choice is so interesting to me, I literally haven't thought about Grip Incorporated in decades. And finally, we end with the upbeat illusion of choice, which does have a nice kind of proggy intro, and then back to another boring set of verses and a lame chorus. As I listened to this, I just kept thinking to myself, what on earth were Warkers trying to accomplish with this album? Aside from a few proggy bits, this doesn't seem to incorporate any appealing elements of metal music. Again, I'm not a huge thrash fan, but I think there are some outstanding thrash acts today doing some truly interesting things. I'm thinking about artists like Vector, Havoc, Revocation. Not only has Warkers not moved in the direction of those bands, nor brought in any engaging influences from other metal subgenres like death, power, black, folk, symphonic, tech, etc., they seem to have eliminated what thrashy goodness they previously had. What metal band sounds like this? I can't think of a single one, at least that I'm familiar with. This is almost entirely a songwriting and song construction issue. Warkers have created an album consisting of 10 tracks that don't say anything musically, or at least not anything within the context of the genre of metal. The lifeless guitar work is generic, repetitive, and way too reliant on grooves versus any type of melody or original dynamic use of riffs. And the vocal melodies are so poorly constructed that at one point I considered whether they were done so purposely as farce or parody. Riley Gale, Jill Janis, and Chuck Schuldiner are all rolling over in their graves at the suggestion these are metal vocals. Before I conclude, I do want to be fair by acknowledging the few positives here. The production is very good, if a touch flat. The instrumentation is clear with the full dynamic range provided, even if the band doesn't utilize it much. And the musicianship is commendable from a technical standpoint. The leads are real solos without any noodling. And I think Gordon is absolutely a decent singer based on his work on the previous album, even if his choice of vocal approach on this album is a complete head-scratcher. In summary, the musical aesthetic on Confession is almost entirely unappealing and devoid of anything memorable or interesting. I'm just shocked at how bad this is because Warcurse's previous two full lengths were decent and I had no reason to think they couldn't at least create another adequate album. I like risk-taking, but this sure isn't that. Instead, Warcurse have jettisoned what made them enjoyable and replaced it with, I honestly don't know what. Nothing really, at least nothing metal. Perhaps the most damning critique I can give, and one I don't give lightly, is that musically, this sounds as much or more like hard rock than metal. It genuinely bothers me not to be able to give this new War Curse release a positive review. But at the end of the day, I can't in good conscience recommend this album because I don't find anything to like about it. And there's way too much uncontrovertibly good metal out there for me to ever give it a false narrative about something that, for me, doesn't work. If you wish to ignore my advice, you can support Warcurse by purchasing Confession by pre-ordering the album at blacklightmediarecords.com. You can also check them out on tour on the U.S. West Coast this November with Armed for Apocalypse, where hopefully they'll focus the set list on their older material. <laughs> 